You're tuned in to the Point Pleasant Podcast, the PPP. Check it out. It's even better than a government loan. This podcast connects residents, businesses, charities, and local events in the Point Pleasant and surrounding areas. Get live, get connected, as the PPP introduces you to all things Point. Yep, that's right. Hosted by Bay Ave business owner Michael Langsner from Haven Sweet Shop. Let's get started. The Point Pleasant Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in another episode of the Point Pleasant Podcast. This is Michael Langsner from Haven Sweet Shop, and I'm so excited. I got neighbors of mine here today. You guys are like literally a stone throw away. Uh, Nick and Bert from the Last Wave Brewery. Um, gentlemen, I'm psyched to have you here. Thanks for having me here. Right. And I like the face mask. You're doing it right, social distancing. I'm in my house. Otherwise, I'd be doing the same right now Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the wild world that we live in. So um, last wave, you guys are booming from what I understand. Like I, I'm not a huge beer drinker, so I'm going to get a lot of knowledge out of this. Um, but, you know, you have a great reputation in town and out of town, too. Um, so tell us, like, how did you get started? When did you get started, et cetera, et cetera? Oh yeah, that's a um, that's a great question. So um, we have kind of since we turned twenty one, both of us have been really interested in craft beer, um, and, and I think part of that comes from um, doing some traveling. Uh, and you know, a big part of traveling for us was always like sampling the local uh, the local suds. Mm-hmm. And there's some really really great breweries out there uh, that are doing good stuff. And um, you know, guys for me that were, that were hugely influential. It's like, you know, out there in Oregon, I spent a lot of time doing adventure travel out in Oregon and, um, drinking a lot of tasty Deschutes beer. And, uh, they have some McMinimins pubs out there and it's just like a really great beer scene in Portland. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where some of that initial interest in craft beer came from, uh, on my side. Are, and, are, you, are you guys from the Point Pleasant area originally? We're actually both from Phillipsburg, New Jersey. Oh, wow. Okay. How'd you end up in Point Pleasant then? So my aunt and uncle have, uh, have lived here for a very, very long time. And so I spent a ton of time here as a kid. Okay. Um, and uh, so like lots of summers down here. And when we started talking about um, building a brewery, it wasn't a question of, you know, what the theme would be. We knew it would be a surf themed brewery uh, and we knew it had to be close to the ocean. So when we started scouting spots, Point Pleasant Beach was just a wonderful co- combination of a a good um, you know year-round crowd. Uh, that's not you know it's not. I mean, it, it, we definitely get an influx in the in yeah, the season, yeah. but uh, but we got a great community here as well as um, you know there. This was a, a nice little niche that wasn't uh, taken by any other breweries at at the the time that we were planning it out. So um, we thought it fit well with what we were looking for and. Um, you know the town's been great to us since since the moment we we started talking to them about this. Yeah, and that was twenty seventeen. Did you say twenty eighteen? Yeah, we opened in twenty seventeen. Like I said, I mean it depends when you want to say we 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 filed as a business in twenty sixteen. We've probably been working on it since twenty eleven. You know twenty ten twenty eleven. So um, it's, it's uh you know it's been a it's been a long haul. But like I said, we've been we were pretty careful, meticulous about this. Is something we were passionate about early on. Um, we started making beer, I think around 2010. Yeah. Um, we were living down in Brigantine outside of Atlantic City. Burr went to Stockton. I went to Rowan. 
we graduated, we both had jobs in that area. And then it was just one of those things we could do when the waves were flat. Um, and it kind of snowballed from there. Um, like you said, and it just kind of like, you know, I went and worked at a brewery out in San Diego uh, for a while, Mission Brewery out there, which is really cool to see. Like I said, I got to spend a lot of time, you know, like back then, 10 years ago, the scene was already huge out there as it's kind of becoming now on the East Coast. Um, so it was just a really good place to learn, um, get to meet some really cool guys that knew a lot about beer that I was able to take the knowledge and are still friends of mine um, that we've gotten to really like share and learn about, you know, like not just the process of making beer, but running a brewery. Like there's a lot of great people that make beer out there, you know, in their homes. It's, it's something, you know, anybody can pick up and do and make quality beer, that beer that could be sold professionally, but it's the, you know, the aspects of running a business that we really wanted to make sure we had hammered down because that's how you continue to be a brewery. Um, it's not just making great beer. It's, uh, you know, understanding all the aspects of it, you know, all the different avenues. Um, and that's something we've kind of, we took time to make sure we understood what was possible and what was not. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's a super cool story. I think I, I man, I dig it. Like, <laughs> and, and it, it starts with passion and with the heart. I mean, you can tell that that's, that's awesome. Um, what, what I know about you guys is, is like, it's a community feel too. I mean, like people just, you know, it, it's a meeting spot. People love hanging out. And, um, you know, for those that don't know Bay Ave, I mean, Bay Ave is, uh, attached to Arnold Ave, and it's the two main like downtown uh, roads. I guess you could say in Point Pleasant Beach, and uh, we got wonderful restaurants, shops, boutiques. Um, so, I mean, I guess you see everything. You probably see the, the the customers that come in, and you plan on spending a couple hours and making an afternoon out of it. And then you also see the uh, you know the transient customers just grabbing a drink in between shopping. Is that about right? Yeah, definitely. One of the things that we really wanted to try and do was make this a, um, you know, just get get involved locally. So uh, we want to try and, you know, bring people here, hopefully from out of the area and then have them go and, you know, uh, check out downtown. Um, that was one of our plans from the beginning was really trying to make this a that, like you said, that community feel. Um, so we do see, we see people from out of town coming to just looking for our beer, which yeah, is great. The beer community is well known for traveling. We'll get people from all over the state on any given weekend. And then, like I said, we do like to direct them, you know, because we do have a great downtown. So that's why we, you know, we don't try not to stay open too late. So people will go to the restaurants to eat, you know, or they'll, you know, they'll do some shopping while they're here. They're looking for something else to do while they're there. And your beers are available at, at some of the restaurants. Like I was at B2 Bistro a couple of nights ago and at, you know, some of your beers are there, I, I, I guess, on tap as bottles as well, or? Uh, just just on tap, yeah. On tap? Okay. We do have cans uh, that we do uh, fill every other week. Uh, most of that goes out to liquor stores. Which but, the liquor know. stores in town do carry pretty much all. And like I said, we're also, you know, Amendment 21 and The Ark were two of the first places to carry our beer outside of here. And they've continued to since day one. And you'll see it at Broadway, um, you know, offshore in season, um, you know, it's really like I said, any central Jersey to North Jersey now is kind of our range. So, you know, because we do have so many people visiting Point Pleasant, you know, in the summertime from up north, it made sense to get in liquor stores up there. And now some of the bars are starting to pick it up. So it's uh, it's kind of steamrolled that way. But yeah, like Bert was saying, it really has been about focusing on being a part of the town, you know, not just so we don't want to just people to come here and leave. Like I said, there's so much cool stuff right. on Avenue, on Arnold Avenue, even people that normally come here for the summer. They usually are just spending their time at the beach. We're trying to get them to come downtown um, because there is a lot of cool stuff. There's art studios now. You have uh, especially sweet shops, 
surf shops, antiques, like I said, so many great restaurants popping up um, that it's, you know, it's, it's hard to keep track. But like I said, it's great to see the downtown bustling and people talking about it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, that's, we've tried to foster that. Like I said, we don't, we're not, you know, we're not showing sports here. We're not, you know, we're not turning on the TVs. We're not doing live music. We're just really, like I said, we just want to be a place where people come, come. have a couple beers, can learn about it, you know, talk with people. You know, it's all about sharing stories for us. That we love it. I, I was going to ask you about, you know, live music, if you're doing any music and, you know, what, what the vibe is like. like. Describe the vibe. If somebody to walk in, you know, uh, in a, a given, I don't know, Friday afternoon, like what's it like? Yeah, so uh, we actually built this place around a, a very special place, which is uh, Nick's um, grandmother has a house in uh, LBI, and uh, the garage down there is just such a, yeah. like, hey, if you're walking by, like, walk over, have a beer, play some Quates, which is a, a, a <laughs> game you may not have heard of, uh, North Jersey game. But uh, but really, just like in between surf sessions, just that place to to sit in a you know in a beach chair and hang out and drink a beer. Yeah. Um, so that's really kind of what has driven a lot of the the decisions we've made about the tasting room and how we want the vibe and the feeling here to be. It's just like welcome, open garage. You know, when you're walking on your way. To I, I do know that spot. That's a great spot, by the way. I great vibe. I, I spent a lot of summers in LVI years ago, and and before it was the garage. Uh, but man, it's a, such a cool spot. So how many, how many different varieties of beer do you have at any given point? Uh, so we have 20 taps. Um, we try and keep all of them full. Sometimes we have like beers ready and right behind, uh, the next one to kick. So, um, yeah, usually we have, we have 18 regular taps and we have two, um, two nitro taps. So one is usually coffee, um, from the guys at, uh, port coffee roasters, another like killer, um, locally roasted coffee. They're about to open up a shop uh, in Bayhead, so definitely keep an eye on those guys. Um, but uh, but they make incredible coffee, and we have the cold brew on nitro here, and it's uh, it's it's tasty. But then the other nitro line, we'll we'll kind of work some stuff in here and there, and then yeah, eighteen other beers at any one given time. We we really love like you know we try variety. yeah variety is yeah. Like absolutely what we're going for. So. Um, I, I want to take a question from a uh, somebody's checking in from Facebook land. Uh, Caroline is checking in. She wanted to know, do you have any gluten-free beer? Uh, at this time, we do not, although uh, my wife just got diagnosed intolerant. So, um, you know, we'll see how that shakes out. It looks like you're going to have a 21st tap pretty soon then. <laughs> wild. That's wild. Um, I just saw last night on Facebook, I think it was an announcement that you had uh, something with Gordon's uh, surf shop next door. Yeah. Um, is, is it specific to them? Like, what's the story with this? So, I mean, yeah, um, like I said, back in the day, Bert worked with Gordo, you know, at Brave back when he was doing his own thing. And then when he opened on Arnold a couple years ago, you know, we were around, and like I said, just somebody we've always known. And then he moved two doors down from us. And like I said, being surfers, you know, I've, we've brought boards over getting fixed, you know, whenever we need something, he's there. Just one of those things that, you know, he's a local dude. It made sense for what we, we do and who we are as people. Um, and we, you know, last year we actually got together and we talked about this. Um, Craig Gordon, also known as Gordo is um, of Scottish heritage. So he always wanted to make a, a Scotch style ale. Um, and we talked about it. Like I said, we love doing stuff like that. So we put a recipe together last year. It was well received. Um, it's called Cracked Rail because if you've ever uh, 
dinged a surfboard. Uh -huh. Gordo's the guy to go to get it fixed. He does a great job. He's quick. Um, so the cracked rail was kind of his thing. Um, we kind of came up with that name for beer. But yeah, it's just uh, it's available. You know, it's gonna be on draft this weekend. We have four packs to go, and it hit liquor stores all over Monmouth and Ocean County, and even further out. Some of the places in North Jersey got some. So yeah, it's just a beer we worked with him. You know, it's a way to like for him to you know show the people that follow him what we're doing. You know, people that follow us can see what you know Gordon's. It's another like I said another local place that people can go and check out when they're here. And and I saw it was eight percent too, so it'll do some damage. Yeah, that's uh, that is yep. one of the hallmarks of a Scotch style ale. Um, is it's gonna it's gonna pound a punch, but it's really it's it's actually a more malt forward beer. It's not like you're not it's not real super boozy. It has like a very there's a lot of specialty malts that go into those, and it comes across sweeter. And then it does have peat smoked malt, so there will be like a a smoky finish. Okay, um, which is like I said, those are all. It's a very traditionally executed Scotch style ale. Um, you know, so it's something different. So you know, hopefully people get out there and try. It. Like I said, it was well received last year. Um, so that's why we decided to put it in cans this year. I'm definitely going to stop by and try that because that sounds epic. Yeah. That sounds really good. So um, let's talk – I hate to talk COVID, but let's talk COVID for a second because you guys put this awesome tent in the parking lot. Was that there before or was that you know brought in to combat the whole COVID social distance thing? No, yeah. We were a little kinda, bit of both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've been looking – to expand our premise for for quite a while and uh, we started having conversations with the town and the abc about uh about making that happen and covid kind of just accelerated that path uh and got us the ability to have that outdoor space okay um so it's kind of yeah it's a little of both we were actually planning on doing it um and this it just got really accelerated now yeah the tent is out there because of covid um because our tasting room really i mean we, we just don't have all that much space inside. So having the opportunity to be outside and, and get something to have shelter and a little bit of heat, at least, yeah. uh, hopefully we get some resilient Point Pleasanters. <laughs> that, is, that is part of the plan moving forward here, even COVID or non-COVID. We do hope to have some outdoor seating for everyone. Like I said, we are working on some expansion stuff that will be some, some different stuff, some new production stuff. Um, and like I said, hopefully some stuff, you know, some space where we can, you know, like I said, make people feel comfortable hanging out, having whether coming to have a beer or spend the afternoon. You know, that's what we're looking forward to. But that is something that, um, you know, this is kind of seen. We've seen what's possible with it um, through COVID. Um, you know, the hurdles that we weren't we didn't anticipate yeah. and, you know, ones we did. And, you know, we've learned a lot this summer. Um, it's it's been exhausting, but overall rewarding. Like I said, we've taken the time to make sure it's a place where, you know, Everything is spaced out. We're trying to do it all the right way. Make sure everything is clean and properly. So, done. That's what I was going to ask. Like, how many people can you get inside? How many people are allowed in the? Do you call it a beer garden? That yeah. area? Yeah, that's where. Yeah, it's the, okay. the the name right now. Um, so we have uh, we have twenty two slots inside, um, okay. and just like seats for butts. And then uh, outside we have seventy, or we did have seventy in the summertime. Under that tent, we really don't have nearly as many. Okay. Uh, but uh, I think there are – there's probably like 50. Yeah. There's different 40. size tables, you know, from picnic tables for bigger groups, two tops, four tops. You know, like I said, we want to make sure you know, we got some different stuff. And um, right now, because of the capacity restrictions, inside is limited to 21 and over because we can only have 20 people in here. But outside, you are still welcome to bring – uh, your dog dogs. or your kids um, to come hang out with you, which has always been 
a staple of last minute, not something we wanted to give up. But like I said, there are unfortunately right now some restrictions that, you know, right. for us to be able to keep doing this, we have to abide by. Um, but, you know, like that's always been a hallmark of, you know, us is like everyone is welcome here. Even if you don't, you know, drink beer, you know, it's a place we still want people to come and hang out and talk and learn. But, you know, there's definitely it's introduced some different things and it's it's always constantly something new to learn or adjust to. But, uh, you know, we've gotten pretty good at understanding, you know, what works and what doesn't. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens this winter. But, you know, New Jersey is pretty crazy with its rules and regulations yeah. and then the changes that we're dealing with. Uh, I, I see Rich from Offshore Barbecue is uh, checking in. He was uh, on our <laughs> cast last week. Um, and, and, you know, he's got a great business going. I know you guys have, uh, you know, somewhat of a partnership or a loose partnership. Yeah. Maybe you well, can we're, big fans of, we're big fans of barbecues. So that didn't hurt. <laughs> and he does. Rich has done a great job he over does there. A great job. Um, he he does know, it really well. Out, he uh, smoked some jalapenos for us for a variant we were doing um, for a dark beer with chocolate and hot peppers that he smoked, and it was it was a lot of fun. So we we do have some more plans to work with him in the future. Like I said, it's always we're always trying to incorporate, you know other businesses that, you know, if it's something we can work into a beer or you know, with something we can help somebody out with, whether it's, you know, like I said, doing a, we've worked a lot with the school, raising money for, you know, the wrestling team or the, the, the marching band. You know, we've had a lot of different clubs here. We're always, you know, whenever we can help somebody out in town, like I said, it's something we like to do because we've been, we've benefited greatly from the support of the people in right. the businesses. So, well, I, I'm a big fan of it. You know, so I'm in business now five months there on Bay Ave. I can't believe it's five months already. I was thinking about yeah. it the other day. I keep telling people it's only three months new, but at some point yeah. we hit a four month mark and at some point we hit a five month mark. Um, it's wild. It's so wild. But if the town all comes together, you know, things like this podcast and, and relationships with, you know, offshore barbecue and, um, you know, Fallon who checked in earlier, who's opening up uh, the Gottlieb building and, you know, creating some street parties right now, if we all get together, um, it's only going to benefit each other. I mean, I, I, I see it, you know, time and time again, it's just, it, it's amazing. Um, I want to ask a question that, that Rich started touching on, but, you guys are not allowed to sell food by New Jersey law, but people can bring food in. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've got tons of uh, tons of great local restaurants, uh, you know, including Rich. Uh, Which was one of the reasons we wanted this location, because like I said, that has always been a stipulation. And, you know, like I said, it's the idea is we're a production facility. So our license allows us to make and, and then sell what we produce. Um, but since we don't produce food, um, we can only sell our beer. So that's always been a stipulation in New Jersey, um, you know, which is for fine for us. We're, you know, we're brewing. Okay. Not that Do we don't people go to Rosie's across the street, like in bringing over a pie. Yeah. You can bring in snacks from your house. You can order, yeah, you know, tacos from Surf Taco or, or uh, Donna Julia or pizza or barbecue or, you know, ice cream or uh, sweets from Haiti. Like anything you want to do. Like I said, you're welcome to bring it in. We just can't. Servant, we can't really, uh, you know, we yeah, be involved, really be involved with it. Yeah, we're, right, right, right. Yeah, so which is fine. Like I said, it's pretty easy when you should pull up here. You can see all the restaurants, um, you know, and different options, which is great. Like I said, it's one of the things we loved about this spot um, was that, like I said, it was a downtown. It was very, you know, say it was foot traffic heavy, which is great. Like I said, because we get a lot of people in here, you know, that haven't been here before. And when they ask, then we can just say, you know, take a walk down the street and see. There's, you know, there's shops, yeah. there's food. Um, you know, there's a lot of different stuff and, you know, hopefully, like I said, as you know, things kind of work themselves out here, we will be able to do more interesting stuff involving Bay Avenue and the downtown. Like I said, now that there are so many 
interesting new spots opening up. It's, you know, it's, it's exciting. We're very excited for what the future has for Point Pleasant Beach. Were, were you guys, so you've been around since 2018, 2017, you said. So uh, how does Seafood Festival uh, help and affect you guys? It's, it's, it's wild. It's a day. Yeah. 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 Um, and it, it's always a lot of fun. I mean, you know, we can, we can show you photos of, of just like, you know, a packed tasting room and everybody having a great time. And um, so I'm hoping that, you know, when, when things can go back to, to somewhat more normal, we can find a good way to integrate the, uh, the outdoor beer garden. And, um, you know, I, I know the, uh, the Elks have, uh, have a beer garden as well. So, you know, between, between those two things and some great food and great, uh, entertainment, entertainment and, and yeah. crafts and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's a really great day. I'm so, I'm so bummed. I missed it this year. I mean, like, yeah. like I, I, I rushed to get into the business with hopes of it happening. And I, I should have realized it probably wasn't going to happen, but you know, there was that fingers crossed, you know, this is an outdoor thing and yeah, yeah. crazy, crazy world. Um, so here, here's a personal question: How do you guys choose what beer you're going to drink? I mean, do you have a favorite each of you? <laughs> oh man, my cop out answer to that is they're they're kind of like uh, my other children. Uh, <laughs> I love them all differently, um, but uh, but there are beers that that I, I find myself swinging toward. Um, one of our one of my favorite new releases this year was Point Beach Lager. Um, and you know, once you brewed uh, quite a bit of beer and drank quite a bit of beer, um, a lot of brewers end up finding their way back to the crisp and clean uh, call of the lager. So um, it's a really nice everybody drinker. Like you know, whoever you are, if you only like Bud Light, you're still going to find something you like about PBL. Hmm. Um, so that's that's my favorite new release this year. And whenever we have it, that's that's usually what's in my glass. That or something sour. My palate has gone very, very much grabbing at the sours. So, okay. Um, how about you, Nick? Yeah, I mean, like I said, one of the things we talk about having 18 different beers on tap, one of the things we do strive for is balance. Um, you know, like I said, we want to have, you know, something that's accessible to people that aren't drinking a ton of beer or like, like you said, a lager. We have dark beers on all year for people that do like the, you know, porters and stouts. We have a couple IPAs and a variety of IPAs are not, you know, we like to try to make sure they all, you know, IPA is the most popular style of beer. We try to have something, you know, from a West Coast IPA to easier drinking ones to heavier, you know, double IPAs. Um, and it, for me, variety is a spice of life. I enjoy English style beers a lot um, and classic West Coast style. So our layback pale ale is probably one of my favorite ones we make all the time. Um, we make a great uh, red ale that's also available year round. And we make it, uh, you know, an English style brown ale with, a, again, locally roasted coffee in the, in the fall. That's a huge hit. Our Oktoberfest this year, I was really proud of that. That's a yeah. that's a beer that's become a, just a style. It's become very prevalent, and I'm excited to see that because, like I said, it, that is a style of lager um, with some more character to it that I think people weren't too aware of until the past couple of years, even though they knew what Oktoberfest was. I don't think people realize how enjoyable a beer that could be for you know people from all walks of life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, beers like that, like I said, our Oktoberfest and our Layback Pale Ale, which is just a classic execution of a West Coast Pale Ale. It's not dry hop. Uh, you can see through it. Um, it's got nice uh, citrus notes without being overpowering. It's just, like I said, we're our our kind of style. Like I said, we don't do a ton of heavy ABV beers. The the uh, crack rail one is on the higher end. We really like beers that are drinkable, um, you know, accessible. Like I said, and just you know, balanced. Right. So, so you know, that's what we're looking for. 
a guy like me, I could come in who who doesn't really know beer all too well. I could get like a flight or different samples and you know figure out where I'm going from that. Yeah, yeah. typically typically we'd have flights. So, um, but right now with COVID, it's tough to tough to sanitize the boxes that the flights come in. So we've okay. kind of abandoned that. We've gone to um, we've gone to just uh, half pours. Okay, half pour of, of a whole bunch, uh, right. and uh, then be able to try them all. What are your hours? What are you seven days a week? Like, what's the operation look like? We are four days a week currently. Okay. Uh, Thursday through Sunday, uh, Thursdays and Fridays we're open four to nine. Saturdays twelve to eight, and Sundays twelve to seven. Gotcha. So. And like I said, that's one of those things we decided on early on because we are downtown. Like I said, you can walk couple hundred feet and there's a couple bars that sell our beer you know like i said we do want people to go out and experience them in different places you know that does help us when you know the shrimp box has our beer on tap in the summer you know, it's a whole different cast of people that are seeing our beer so we you know like i said we understand that we don't we don't want this to be the only place people try last wave even in point pleasant beach you know right. it can be a part of the town so our hours like you said are you know not like i mean we do spend the rest of the week you know like i said making beer we're yeah. selling beer distributing there's a lot of the you know the the production aspect of this that takes up a lot of time for us yeah. you know um so that you know like the hours that's kind of traditionally thursday through sunday it was kind of the beer tasting room uh way it's always been you know some people are changing that now like i said it's it's it there's a lot of different stuff in the air for us right now this works really well um you know because even though we are a main street brewery you know we're downtown about 60% of our over 60% of our beer that we make goes out the door to bars, restaurants, liquor stores um, across the state, because that's the way we were able to figure out how to do this as a living and not just as, you know, a part-time thing was to make sure that our beer was out there. You know, we can produce it in some sort of volume, even though we are just, you know, a downtown uh, space, um, which has been interesting, but it's been so far successful. Yeah. So I, I got two questions for you. We're getting close to like a 30 minute mark where I try wrapping up, but we go over, we go over. You guys, there's a lot to talk about. Um, talk about your staff, like, you know, your crew, how many people do you have with you? It's clearly not just the two of you to make this, you know, magic happen. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess I should piggyback on what you said before about the flights um, and stuff. When you come in here, like I said, some people are, if they haven't been to a lot of brews, they might be nervous to come in. We have a great staff, our beer tenders, which I, you know, number, I think 10 or 12, you know, yeah. um, like I said, they're part-time workers because they have full-time jobs and they generally the people that work behind the bar at any brewery are people that love beer. Um, so that when you come in, if you're not sure what you like, you, we get two people, people that know what they want to drink and people have no idea what they want to drink. And they both require questions. Part of this is educational. So our staff is really good at coming in. If you can tell them, you know, some of the things you like or don't like about beer, they're going to help direct you to, like I said, some of the different variety of beers we have. And you may end up trying something you don't like. You may say you don't like IPAs. And we have something that may change your mind. So right. like, beer tenders are a huge part of the success of Last Wave. They're amazing. And they've been amazing since day one. We've had some great people work here. Um, and Burke can tell you about more of the production staff, too. That, Like I said, we have a bunch of full-time guys helping us get the beer out to you now. Yeah, right now we've got uh, we've got uh, Joe, our salesman, who is out there on the road. You may see him in the van. Um, wave, honk at him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He appreciates it. Um, and uh, and we also just hired a, a part time delivery driver, Pete, who's who's been awesome and uh, helping us get some more and more spots around uh, around the state. Uh, and then is in the way of production. You know, myself and Nick are still uh, very very heavily involved in all the production. Um, but we have two great guys in the back, um, 
Mike, who's been with us since last May, and then Nick, who just came on this past June, I yeah. believe. Um, and you know, with with growing growing demand, um, we we're having a hard time just keeping up with all the keeping all those balls in the air. Uh, you know, you know, as an owner of a business, there's a lot of things to do, yeah. so even that are, just aren't making your product. So. And like you said, you know, we started out as two guys making beer part time. We had day jobs for about the first year we were here. And then we realized, you know, at a certain point, you got to just jump and, uh, you know, understand that, you know, we can make this work. And it went from two guys making beer um, to two guys running a business um, that involves producing beer. Um, and it's changed. And it's like you said, it goes, you're, you're in month three, then you're in month five, then you're in year two. And like I said, like I said, we will be open four years in May. And sometimes it feels like 10 years. Sometimes it feels right. like, year, you know, there's just, there is a lot. And you, you, you do have to have that moment where you like relinquish some of the duties. Cause yeah. like I said, you can't, you know, the beer needs to be made, but you know, we need to make sure, you know, we're selling beer and, you know, we're sure. open to the so, so that, that, that's a perfect transition to what I think is going to be my last question is, you know, where do you see yourself 10 years from now? You know, like, and you're hitting on so many great points. I mean, uh, you know, there's marketing, there's sales, there's accounting, there's brewing, there's, you know, facility, there's training, like, but where would you like to see last wave? If you could just look in that crystal ball 10 years from now, where would you be? Hopefully um, surfing more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, takes up a lot of time, but we, we have gotten to surf a lot, but yeah, hopefully in Point Pleasant beach, uh, making beer. And, uh, you know, we've, we've looked at some different, you know, we've done some different things. We started our own online video submission surf contest. That was unfortunately uh, this past year was a uh, kind of axed by the pandemic. Uh, but it's something to hope we were hoping to bring back because it was shining, you know, some light on the, the, the surfing community in New Jersey and some of the great things that guys and girls are doing out there. So, you know, we'd like to get more involved with that kind of stuff. Um, we're sponsoring, what a weird year, um, which is a big music event. They do it every year in Asbury. They're doing a live stream this year, and it's raising money for the Music Foundation in Asbury and the uh, Nevo, which is the National Independent Venue Association. Like I said, we've been working at, like I said, this year since we've done well, trying to help out people that you know haven't been able to you know do things the way they normally would. Um, so like I said, we're always looking for new things to do, and hopefully 10 years from now we'll be doing – some more interesting stuff, you know, involving beer and uh, the things we're also passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think in the way of uh, concrete kind of where we'll be um, I think the community involvement aspect, uh, the more time and, and effort that we can put toward that, that would be, you know, it'd be a, a big goal of ours as well as um, as well as just, you know, I, we don't have any uh, we don't have any plans to be, you know, Anheuser-Busch. Um, so we love the downtown community feel. So we, we will be bigger in 10 years, um, but I, I don't think we'll be astronomically bigger. Um, mm -hmm. You'll still see Nick and I motoring around and, uh, and making small batches of beer and, and uh, hopefully having them, you know, a little bit more time to surf while we do so. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, building out that, that community aspect and just building out, this is a really, really cool place to, to, you know, sit down and have a pint with, uh, some, some other people in town. One of the things that makes us most proud is uh, hearing, you know, the feedback like, oh, my friend from out of town's coming in. The first place I took him was Last Wave. Um, and that's just a cool aspect of, of what we want to continue. That's kind of like, you know, a North Star. Like, if you want to bring the people most important to you here, we sure. just want to keep doing yeah. what, what makes yeah. that We want to be a part yeah. of the, you know, the stop when somebody comes to Point Pleasant for their vacation or whatever it is. We just, you know, we want to be part of the town like you know oh we're going you know 
we're going to Jenkinson's or we're going to, you know, we're going to stop by last wave or stop by Hoffman's. Like I said, there's so many, you know, Point Pleasant beach has such a rich history of, you know, of, of, of like parts. And it's such a big part of many people's childhoods. And like, you know, like I said, hopefully we'll grow with the town yeah, uh, and be an active part of that. Cause we really enjoy being here. So, yeah, very cool. Well, I keep it real. I haven't even met you guys until this moment. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that we're going to connect really well. And, uh, you know, I definitely want to work with you guys and come up with some stuff that we could do together, help build Bay Ave, build Point Pleasant Beach. Um, I can learn a lot from you guys because you've been in business longer than me in this world here. And, uh, man, let's talk a little bit offline, but it's been a pleasure. Um, tell the listeners where they can find you, your address, your websites, social media handles, things like that. Yeah, so we are um, – our website is lastwavebrewing.com. And uh, you can find us also, you know, at Last Wave Brewing on Instagram and Last Wave Brewing on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're we're right down here on uh, on Bay Ave. So on our website, we actually have a find our beer page, so you can find uh, any of the bars, restaurants, and liquor stores that are near you if you're not around Point Pleasant Beach. Yeah, um, where you can find the beer. And uh, yeah, we're also. One of the things that uh, COVID has allowed us to do is do home delivery. So we're offering that, you know, every week, uh, month, Tuesdays or anywhere in Ocean County. You can go on our website and you can order beer online and have it you know, delivered to your door. Monmouth County is Wednesdays. It's all we're doing right now. Um, but if there's more demand out further out, then, uh, you know, we, we would look at that. But, you know, if you want to have beer delivered to your house, you're not you know, comfortable going out during the winter, we'll bring it to you. So. Um, you know, that's uh, pretty much it from us. Thank you, Mike, for having us on yeah, and uh, appreciate it. Yeah, this is fun. I, you know, I'm loving doing these podcasts. I'm loving meeting new business owners in town. Um, man, it's it's very cool. So I'll be by in the next, uh, let me say the next two to three days, I'll be by <laughs> some beers and uh, yeah, take it to the next level. So guys, thanks for being on this uh, podcast. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in here on Facebook land, thanks for watching. We're also on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, I think maybe Apple by now. It might take a little bit more days for Apple. Uh, but we're out there. And um, if you have an idea or if you want to be on this podcast, let us know. Uh, but I'm going to sign off here. This is episode number four, I believe. Uh, take care, guys. Thanks. Cool. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Later.